Hey, this is Sarah Marie, and you're listening to the Soul of Worship, Are You Making a Sound podcast. Here, we study the Word of God in an effort to get to know Him more deeply so we can worship Him more authentically. Welcome back to the Soul of Worship, Are You Making a Sound podcast. Happy New Year! Can you even believe that we are in the year 2022? Well, I believe that it's an incredibly prophetic and ground-shaking year for the church and for our communities as well. Wells of revival are breaking out, and I believe a great outpouring of His presence by way of worship-saturated prayer is on the way. But we have to be aware that the enemy is going to try to stop us. He's going to try to distract us and discourage us so that this great awakening doesn't occur. So I've been led by the Lord to revisit a Bible study that we did back in 2020, and it was called, Are You Battle Ready? It's a four-week study on the Apostle Paul's letter to the Ephesians. So over the next four weeks, we are going to be studying Ephesians to learn how to mature in our walks in Christ in order to be able to battle against the evil powers of darkness. Before we can be called to war, we must first learn how to walk confidently in Christ. And before we can walk confidently, we must first learn how to stand. Through the Holy Spirit revealed words of the Apostle Paul to the Ephesians, we will be reminded of our positions as believers of Jesus. We will also examine the practical steps of spiritual preparations of war. The time is now to be battle ready. The Apostle Paul ministered to the people of Ephesus for over two years, and he developed a really deep relationship with the Ephesians. This letter to the Ephesians was written while Paul was imprisoned, and it gives us fresh revelation of God's intentions for the church to be a reflection of God's power and God's glory. Ephesians unveils the mystery that God's intentions from the beginning have been to equip, empower, mature, and unite the church so that we would extend the fullness of Jesus's victory over evil. So let's go ahead and read Ephesians chapter one, and it says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. 
In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. Chapter one, verses one through 12 is what I just read to you. So let's recap this. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. As believers in Christ, we have been given access to every spiritual blessing. Are we understanding that? And we activate these blessings when we accept Jesus and when we invite the Holy Spirit to dwell in us. So I want to remind you today, this is who you are in Christ. You are chosen. You've been set apart for his glory. You are blameless. You have been washed by his blood. You are adopted. You are now an heir of the promise. You have been accepted. Literally, you have been graced with grace. You have been forgiven. Your debt has been paid. You are predestined. You have always been a part of the plan of God. And you are called to worship. All of this, everything that he has done is to bring glory to his name. It's so that we can be the praise of his glory. These divine privileges and resources are available to you now. And the father delights in giving them to you. Knowing and truly believing that you have access to all of these blessings is the foundation for being able to stand fast in times of trial. It's important to know the end game, God's grand plan of uniting all things in heaven and on earth for the glory of his name. Let's jump down now to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 to 14. And they say, In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. You see, when we trust and when we believe the word of truth, we become sealed with the Holy Spirit. And that sealing brings authority and allows the fullness of the Holy Spirit's power to manifest in our lives. The power we have through the Holy Spirit is just the down payment of our greater inheritance in heaven. Hallelujah.
Picking up now in verse 15 to 23, it says, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Paul is praying for the Ephesians in this passage. They have been faithfully serving God, but Paul prays that the Spirit would continue to mature them in their understanding of who Jesus is, their purpose in Christ, and the magnitude of God's power and love. And this is how we should pray for ourselves and for others too. We need to seek spiritual maturity. We need to seek deeper revelation through the Holy Spirit. And I say right now, may our hearts receive the brightness of hope as a result of truly understanding the greatness of God's love for us and the power that we have access to in the name of Jesus. If we only knew how much God invested in us in order to fulfill his plan for us to carry his glory. The authority of Christ exceeds all known power and he gives us that power in his name. The church, you and I, we are his body and he fills us so that we can carry the fullness of his presence, the fullness of his power and the fullness of his glory. Ephesians chapter one also reveals more about who Jesus Christ is and the role of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is Redeemer. Jesus is the resurrected Lord. Jesus lives in us, the church. We are the expression of Christ here on earth. The Holy Spirit is the sealer. He authorizes us to represent Christ. Holy Spirit is the revealer, enlightening us with wisdom and revelation of his truth. So again, I say, before we can be called to war, we must first learn how to walk. And we have to walk confidently in Christ. And before we can walk confidently, we must first be taught how to stand. It is time to know your position. Be confident of who Jesus says you are and the exceedingly great power you have in his name. I encourage you, 
to reread Ephesians chapter 1 as we walk through it today. But read it again and ask the Holy Spirit to um, just completely make you confident in everything that it says. That anything that comes against what this word says about you and I, that you would hold that thought in captivity and that you would cast it down. Because if it doesn't align with what the word of God says, then it needs to go. That thought needs to go. In Jesus' name. Now, if you're like me and you enjoy Bible study resources, downloads, and guides to review the scriptures more in depth, I would encourage you to join Soul of Worship's new online learning portal called The Workshop. It's a place on my website where I have loaded all of the Bible studies that the Lord has led me to write over the last couple of years including this study on Ephesians, so that you can download them all and use these easy to understand Bible study guides on your own time and study the word at your own pace. So go now to www.soulofworship.com forward slash workshop to create your own login and continue to build your relationship with God in the workshop. Are you walking through a season of barrenness? Do you need to stir up spiritual growth in your life? In worship, are you making a sound? Author Sarah Marie Popolo shares praise and worship that will transform your walk with the Lord. You'll gain new insight into the powerful tool God has given you in worship. Walk through this 12-week Bible study and learn how to use your voice to declare God's promises over your life and watch your desert flourish into a garden of praise and triumph. Available at Amazon, your local bookstore, or at Trilogy.tv. All right, that's it for today's episode. Don't forget to follow the Soul of Worship ministry on Instagram and Facebook and join the email newsletter so you never miss out on new Bible study resources and live Bible study and worship events. Find it all on www.soulofworship.com. Until next time, keep on praising.